Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we are here because it's rivalry week. Arizona versus ASU. But before we get to the men's game that's happening on Saturday up in Tempe, the women played tonight. We were very excited to watch it with our daughter, Brielle. She's very into it. Brielle's kind of a Brielle maniac. watched the whole thing, screamed, shouted, hollered, and hooted the whole time. Um, Arizona women dominated 84 to 66. It really could have been a much bigger lead at the, yeah, the mean, number ended with. ASU outscored Arizona by eight. Um, in the fourth quarter, and Arizona didn't hit a field goal for the last five minutes and still won yeah. by 18. And for the first time ever today with Brielle, I looked up a spread for a women's game, and it was 17 and a half. And so then, I Vegas, mean, they, Vegas is on point. On it. So great job uh, by the women. A pretty dominant game. Also, what's funny, Shelby, I'm very statistically oriented tonight. Let's hear it. Arizona was two of seven from three for the entire game. ASU was 9 of 23 and still lost by 18. They only had one good player. I mean, Yeah, she, that girl's good. She killed it. I like it. her. Skinner. Yeah, she was really good. I like her. I mean, for a, a Sun Devil. But, I like you, know. you as well, Shelby. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we just want to give a shout-out that uh, all the good work Adia's doing with the women's team. Obviously, actually just in general, the Pac-12 women's teams are doing really well right now going into the regular yes, season. Pac-12 women as a whole, very strong. Pac-12 men as a whole. Uh, I'm going to rip my eyes out so by the end of this Cal. How's Cal doing? Let's do a live check-in on Cal men's basketball. I don't know. It was like 18 to 11 at one point with five minutes to go in the first half. But I'm into it. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, we're here, obviously, to talk about the other big game. The men are playing up in Tempe on Saturday. Uh, Tip-off is at noon ish on fox on fox i say noonish because nothing ever with casey seems to start on time um i am glad for a new year's eve game it's early because then you can get home safe and sound hopefully you're not gonna go out and party up in tempe afterwards are you ignoring me no i'm listening <laughs> i'm i mean 
<laughs> no comment. You, no wouldn't. comment. No, I'm not going. I'm staying home with the girls. We'll watch on TV. But um, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to start off with how good is this ASU team with preference the last time we saw them? They did not uh, do so well. Yeah. I, you know, we asked Tommy Lloyd about that. He met with us um, after practice today. Got to see the last 10 minutes of practice. Nothing grand. Don't worry. Um, but we said, look, what do you take away from that game? And he said he's treating it like an anomaly, basically like, you know, one of those shit happens type of games. That um, ASU got destroyed yeah, by I mean, San Francisco. You know, you, when, when nothing goes right, we've all, Arizona's had those games too. Um, but you look at ASU, they lost to Texas Southern by one. Obviously that wasn't a good, you know, a, a good loss. But Michigan, who's not very good, as we know, they kicked the crap out of them. That win's probably not as impressive as it once was. They beat Colorado. They beat Stanford, SMU. They beat Creighton. Um, you know, it, it's they don't have, like, a really good win. I guess you could say, well, I, it's not I guess. You could say Creighton is their best win. The difference is that Ryan Kalkbrenner, their best player, didn't play that game. And we saw what Creighton looked like. In that stretch where Ryan Cockbrenner didn't play. Are they as good as like a 25-point win over Michigan? I don't know. I mean, Michigan just lost to Central Michigan. Michigan's not even the best team in Michigan. Hmm. Um, you know, so their best win, ASU's best win is Creighton. But without Cockbrenner, it's probably Colorado. And they won that game on the road by one. They're pretty good. Are they 11-2 and two good? There's a reason why they're 11-2 and two and unranked. Let's just say that. I, I they're, they're better than we've seen. They're very good in some areas, but you know when you're 11 and two and unranked, it's because you haven't really beaten anyone of note, and and that's kind of where ASU comes into play. They're they're good enough to beat teams, and they're good enough to lose to them. They're not great. They're probably not one of the top 25 teams in the country right now, but they're not as bad as whatever that was that San Francisco did to them. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, they absolutely destroyed them. Uh, but what type of team is ASU? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. I'm glad I asked, too. They're, you know, when I was born oh in 1983. 1893. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> ASU, believe it or not, which it feels weird to say under Bobby Hurley, but they're more of a defensive team this year, a grinded out defensive team. They are... 99th on offense and Ken Palm, but they're 34th on defense. Tempo, they're slow. Um, effective field goal percentage on offense, they're terrible, but on defense, they're ninth in the country. They're second in the country in two-point defense. They don't foul a lot. Um, you know, they're they're legitimately good. They block a good amount of shots. They they got shots blocked too, but um, defensively, they they have been pretty strong all season. Offensively for them, it it could get ugly. They turn over the ball too much. They're not a very good rebounding team. Um, they do get to the line at a pretty good rate. They don't shoot threes well. They don't shoot twos well. They don't shoot free throws well. They don't block shots. They are like your typical grinded out type of team. Um, they're not very big, so they're not going to get out and and run up and down the court. That is not what they want. You take a look at their win against Michigan. Yeah, they had 87 points. But you take a look at their other wins. They won a game where they only scored 60 points against Colorado in a win. They 68 points against Stanford in a win. Uh, 73 against Creighton in a win. 63 against VCU. Um, 66 against Texas Southern. 62 in a win against Tarleton State. 
they're not scoring in the 80s. That's not their game. Their game is to grind it out and and, and really defend and, and kind of make opportunistic shots. And it's worked for them very well. The biggest issue with them is that if they go cold and they've had stretches this season where they're not scoring, if their defense fails them, um, they're done. And of course, they've only had two losses, but that's kind of what happened against San Francisco. They only scored 60 points. Their defense didn't travel. That was it. You know, they're, they're not good enough offensively to get up and down, and they don't want to do that. They're going to do everything they can against Arizona to make it as slow and ugly as a game as possible because they're, that's just their style. And so it's, it's maybe not the run and gun ASU in the past where they're just shooting everything that they possibly want. And, you know, ASU under Hurley, it hasn't really been good offensively. That's kind of a, a misnomer. Like, you know, you go back to 2020, they were 108 in offense. They were actually 49th in defense. The year after, they were 75th in offense. And then 207 in offense last season uh, and 27th in defense. So they've been better in defense than offense. The difference is that offensively, they, they, they shoot so many shots, and it's like, you know, everybody has freedom. You never know what you're going to get. This year, I'm probably jinxing the shit out of this. Uh, they're just not very good offensively. They're going to grind it out, slow it down, and, and really try to make Arizona work as much as possible in a half-court offense. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Alrighty. Uh, what matchups are you looking forward to the mostest? Uh, As you finish whatever text you're doing. Yeah, I'm making fun of people. Basically, basically, uh, you know, there's a few. You know, the, the one to me that really sticks out is... Um, Frankie Collins versus Kirk Kreese. You know, uh, Collins really makes ASU go. Uh, I think he's the MVP of this team. His percent, his percentage of possessions, the ball is in his hands as much as possible. And because of that, his assist rate is 10th in the country on Ken Palm. Like, he is legitimately good in that role. Uh, Desmond Cambridge is another guy Pella versus Pella Larson. Cambridge is, is solid, um, takes care of the ball. Is, is pretty good defensively. You know, he'll he'll take quite a few shots on this team. Uh, he actually leads the the team, and, you know, he's taking 30% of the team shots, basically. But um, he's another guy that you kind of look out for. And, you know, it, it, to me, those are the, the two matchups. I think if Arizona wins the point guard matchup, it's going to be really hard for ASU to win this game. Uh, Devin Cambridge isn't terrible. I'm curious to see, though, because he's smaller, how he does against uh, Azulis Tubelis. But um, for me... The uh, the biggest matchup is probably the point guard and the small forward. You know, if Pella Larson is playing Cambridge anything close to even, and and Frankie Collins and um, 
uh, Kirk Kreese are, are anything close to even. I just I don't see any way that uh, that ASU wins this game. It's just not the type of game for them. But Desmond Cranbridge is is legitimately good at that three position. Um, you know, you take a look at ASU. They they don't have a lot of of high stat guys, right? So they've got Desmond Cambridge, Devin Cambridge right there. But I mean, their leading score is DJ Horn at twelve and a half points a game, and and the Cambridge is at eleven and a half. Collins eleven and a half. Devin Cambridge ten and a half. I mean, that's just the, the type of team they are. Pagley actually was twelve and a half in the few games he played, but. But that, to me, is, is you know, the two matchups that really stick out. There's actually quite a few. I mean, like, DJ Horn is their leading scorer. Um, you know, I'm not a big DJ Horn guy, but, you know, he, he can shoot, clearly. When he gets going, he really gets going. He's only shooting 31% from three. But Courtney Ramey on him is uh, is another interesting matchup. But, um, you know, Collins in, in Cambridge versus Kresa and, uh, and Pella, to me, are the, the two big matchups, Shelby. Thank you. Jason, uh, but what matchup do you want to see Arizona take advantage of? It feels like it's the same answer every week, right? And, and that's what happens when you have an All-American on your team. And, and that's what Azulis Tubelis is. He, he's an All-American. And him versus Devin Cambridge to me is, you know, how does ASU guard that? Like, they're really good at two-point defense, but they're not all playing very many teams with the size of Arizona. Devin Cambridge is 6'6", 215. Asking him to guard Zoo, I don't care how good he is. He, the size difference is just, you know, it's it's big. And you look at Cambridge, he's very, he, his his shooting percentage is fantastic. He blocks shots. He gets to the line at a pretty good rate. Um, you know, he, he could shoot threes if necessary. But, you know, he's going to make Zoo guard him. And, and I fully recognize that. But defense goes both ways. And, and that, to me, is I don't see... I see a better chance of Zoo being able to successfully guard Devin Cambridge than Devin Cambridge being able to successfully guard Zoo. And if that happens, do they put in Alonzo Gaffney and maybe play him a little bit more minutes than usual? Do they switch up some some lineups a little bit? Uh, it you know that that to me is is the interesting thing because there is a significant height advantage in this game. ASU is small; they're at six one a point guard, six one shooting guard. 6'4", six, 6'6", six, six, and then 7, which obviously is, is big. So you take away Warren Washington at center, they're a, they're a small team. And so to me, you're going to Zoo, and, and you're trying to get him really going early and, and to dominate that game, and, and I think it's in place for him to do that. All right. Well, final question. Uh, what is your prediction for this game? I really like ASU. No. I, there's... <laughs> Um, I, you know, I do think that I think people saw the San Francisco game and assumed that Arizona is going to walk in to, uh, whatever the heck ASU stadium is called now desert. I still call it Wells Fargo. I think it's desert financial, um, whatever it may be called in and, and assume that Arizona is going to walk over ASU winning on the road, even when it's an hour and a half up the road is hard. It is not easy to do. And ASU is going to make this game as ugly as possible. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that the height advantage, and, and to me, Arizona's offense may go through a little. It may, you know, ASU's defense is good. But I think that ASU's defense isn't good enough to the point where if that offense goes cold, it's going to be able to hold Arizona to go just as cold. I, I just think that Arizona is too good offensively in this game for ASU. ASU has not faced an offense that is anything close to, to what Arizona is. I mean, you take a look at, you know, Creighton offensively, 
uh, as I look this up real quick, they're 38th in the country. Arizona's one. Arizona is the number one offense in the country. So we could say ASU's defense is good, and I think it is, but it has not faced anything that resembles at all, you know, <laughs> Arizona's, I mean, SMU, 209. You know, you take a look at, at Michigan's offense, 32. And, but Michigan sucks. They're 102 on defense. If Arizona takes care of the ball and, and does what it does, I just don't see how ASU wins this game. I'm going 79-71 to 71 Arizona. I respect that. Okay. As long as you respect it. That's actually my real number That's one That's really the only People say, Jason, matters. why do you do this? And I say, honestly, the day I stop is the day my wife stops respecting me. Exactly. Because we all have to back I respect way. Shelby. She's doing this with a sinus infection. She I know. just got 48 prescriptions at Walgreens. <laughs> How many? Not 48. Got it felt five. Like five prescriptions at Walgreens. Well, it's funny because I've tried all month long. Nope, it's starting to come in. You can hear it a little bit. Um, to not get prescription drugs and try to like beat this thing. And it just has gotten worse. We like to go worse. the holistic route. Hot tea, marijuana, and water. All of those things plus a lot of vitamin C, emergency rest. Prayer. Um, and Flintstones this, vitamins. It just has turned from probably started as viral into a sinus infection. So I decided I wasn't going to do another holiday weekend. Um, you know, last weekend for Christmas, I tried to push through and we had a great Christmas and Hanukkah, but I just couldn't do another holiday weekend without it. Yeah. And I wanted Shelby to go to the game. Uh, she's using her sinus infection as an excuse. The real excuse is... We're just not, we don't feel safe having her go to jail on New Year's Eve. <laughs> it's just not a place where I want my wife to be on New Year's Eve. He's just so concerned about all the other ASU fans. Right. Like, uh, we he don't doesn't need, want them to be exposed I'm to me. I'm a peaceful man. I'm a peaceful man, and we don't need violence in this world. There's too much of it. So, to all the ASU fans that are listening. You're lucky. Oh, I'm sure they're listening to this podcast. Of course they're listening. Um, you know, you're welcome. I'm not coming to Tempe on Saturday. Uh, there'll be other games that I'll but come to. But you can to. follow her on Twitter. Yes, at Ms. Shelby K, M-I-Z Shelby K. And make sure you follow me on Twitter. Usually when I cover games at ASU, the internet dies every 10 minutes, but we're going to get through it. At Jason Shear. Uh, in the next few days, our deal's going to come to an end. 50% off an annual subscription. A lot of football portal, p- portal action. The portal. A lot of portal action. Basketball, obviously, in full swing. And where else can you get analysis of Utah versus Cal basketball? Where, Shelby? I don't know. But I do have to tell you one important thing. Oh, my God. Are you ready? Are we having a baby? Ew. Okay. No. Sorry. Um, I was going to say happy anniversary because it has been a full year since I have joined the podcast. We started last December, and it's been an awesome year providing these podcasts um, with Jason for you, for all of the fans Thank you so much to everybody. We enjoy doing it together. Our kids, obviously, you've heard them on the podcast every once in a while. Our dogs are always involved at some point. They're all very grumpy and cold tonight, but usually they're a little feisty. On that note, Shelby, take us out with a song. I will remember. Oh, my God, no. no. no, no. <laughs> That's the one with, like, the dead puppies Yeah, the puppy, stuff. the oh. ASPCA I don't commercial. know, but all I know is that our dogs are kennel. Like, we saved them, and when you sung that song, I swear to God, one of them put their head up. Bianca's head went up when you sung that song. Well, Brody likes it when I sing to him. Not so. Sarah McLaughlin. McLaughlin. 
Um, I can't see. You don't I have have my say. brain's fuzzy. I did. So take, I did take some medicine. I will. We will. We will do the podcast on Saturday night, New Year's Eve. We will. Edition. Last podcast of the year. Oh, honey. I know. Honey. Fall 2022. I've seen a lot of things on online, like Facebook and Reels and stuff, where 2022 was like a bad year, I guess. But I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Also, good shout out to Papa David Shear. Papa David Shear. I don't Shear. think we updated people. He's home now. He's doing well. He's doing well. He's following it's, doctor's orders as of doctor, this moment. Just, just, I don't know if I should be saying this, but just to put into perspective what was going on. Um, so my dad has heart failure. But to put into perspective. It's manageable. Right. He, uh, in, in what was it, four days? Yeah. He lost 15 pounds of fluid around his heart and other places. And the whole body. <laughs> right. So, so he's, he's on he's a special diet. Now, he's lost weight. He's or, home. He's watching Arizona basketball. And we love him. Also, my grandmother, you guys didn't know this, but I went down to see her because she's also, uh, she's like almost 90. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong is she's almost 90. Shelby Stanley lives with like 180. Yes, we're here forever. We'll be be backing the A forever. Your grandma fought in the Civil War. She did. She's the original Civil (laughs) War bride. Yeah, I mean, wild. (laughs) Wild stuff. Anyway, on that note, happy anniversary <laughs> to you and me for the podcast that we have provided the last year. And we will see everybody, talk to everybody on Saturday night. Bear down. Be Bear safe. Down. Wasn't your grandma Abe Lincoln's mistress at one point? <laughs> what? No, George Washington. My bad. My bad. He chopped down that cherry tree, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, yo. Uh... Gross.